0: going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Frotcast. I'm Vince Mancini. We're coming at you not live from a series of frot locations. I'm here as always with, you know him, you love him, he's the irregular regular, Mr. Matt Lee.
1: Born a poor young country bum, mother nature's love. You guys know that song? No, I was just focusing <laughs> on your beautiful voice. Sub- it's the Beatles. It's oh. a Beatles song. Mother Nature's Son, Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know it
0: now yeah. that you say it.
1: It's a great song. Can you turn How yourself sh-
0: down just a smidge? You're like a little boomy. All right. You're, you're just like boomy. Bitch. I mean, I notice all right. it when How's you sings
1: How's this? How's this? That's Is cool. this good? A little, a little higher. A little higher. You fucking bitch. Right there, right there, right there. You, all right. Right, stop,
0: stop. All right. There, good. All right. Okay. All right. And Fuck you know, yeah. Oh, sorry to interrupt. Well, you know who else we got with you? with us, me with us with yeah. us together me? Uh-huh. yeah uh-huh
2: who's who's with me pod Jesus. yourself
0: the wire producer brent flyberg
2: hey uh, golden lumbers in your eyes
1: Very
2: good. that's that right. it hey hey, hey i can nice. do it too i can i can put luminous a, in a beatles song yeah, well it's not that easy but okay
1: <laughs> uh, it's actually
2: really hard to do people don't know that
1: um Dude, this is the whole zoo crew. This is the crew that's going to be here uh, uh-huh. in San Francisco uh, on Saturday, January 28th at 10 p.m. over at the Piano Fight Theater in San Francisco for San Francisco Sketchfest presents Pot Yourself a Gun Live. So I'm just reminding people Hell to buy yeah. tickets. Yeah,
2: you know, buy a ticket.
0: These days we're potting ourselves the wire, but it's, uh, it's always great to go back to potting ourselves <laughs> a gun, you know? Well, mm-hmm. we've decided,
1: mm-hmm. you know... Um, Or I've decided unilaterally that the whole show is pot yourself a gun, you know, but just sometimes we're going to pot ourselves the wire. Sometimes we're going to pot ourselves Bob Newhart show. Ooh,
0: (laughs) You know, I never watched that. I always thought it was really weird, but I was also like, you know, 10. Um, Yeah. I haven't seen it as an adult. It seems like something I might enjoy as an adult.
1: I mean, Bob Newhart is probably the most like in terms of shelf life of comedy. He's probably got one of the highest in all of comedy. Really? Mm. Yeah, because he's a timing guy. Mm. So like he had good like comic timing before everyone else had good comic timing. And now you see like so many other comics are just doing versions of his like stammer where mm. you, you you just stammer your punchline um you say it's like he's a subtle punchline guy and even though the punchlines themselves can be like you know i mean it's like a lot of his shit is um it's it's a little dated like what he's talking about um like he'll do a, a phone call of a guy who's on the building where king kong is currently climbing
2: uh-huh and he's <laughs> that calling sounds the, good to me that sounds you know, right you
1: know it's a great it's a I great thing that was
0: like timely in the 80s because like Godzilla. Oh, no, was no what, no, no.
1: 40s, This was 50s? the fifties. Yeah, that was the okay. that was the fifties. Oh, he's he did doing that, it in
2: the fifties. He's very old. Mm. He was a contemporary of King Kong yeah he
1: and king kong worked the same nightclubs together they both Damn. did they uh, both came up at, at caroline's or whatever They both came yeah. up at caroline's they both uh, used to do the cat skills together the mm-hmm. chilling circuit They, had they that were all bit where
0: they grab a blonde and climb up a building with her
1: <laughs> yeah yeah they both they had to like trade the bit like on the nights where they're on a show together king kong would do it mm. oh and mm. uh you know and then they would anyways we can keep going <laughs> <laughs> speaking of blondes did you see that uh speaking of blondes i love it
0: did you did you hear the story from pamela anderson's uh tell all memoir uh no
1: no, i didn't know she had one but that's cool
0: yeah Uh, on the first day of shooting home improvement in april 1991
1: oh god oh god oh no (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> pamela anderson a, emerged.
1: is this a tim allen story yeah it is pamela anderson pamela em- anderson got snitched on and did 10 years in prison <laughs> uh, <laughs> pamela anderson emerged from her dressing room
0: on the walt disney studios lot and found star or found series star tim allen loitering in the hallway in a bathrobe this uh, seemed normal oh to the 23 no. year old budding actress but it wasn't he opened his robe and flashed me p- quickly, yeah. completely naked underneath. Anderson writes in her soon-to-be-released memoir, "Love." And Pamela. Tim
1: Allen was like, huh? uh-huh.
0: <laughs> "He said it was only fair because he had seen me naked. Now or even, uh, I laughed uncomfortably." She writes,
1: "God, that's a stupid bit. What a <laughs> creep!
0: <laughs> that that is the that's so unnecessary." I feel like it was kind of funny
1: when Rodney Dangerfield uh,
0: flashed people but well,
1: rodney dangerville there's okay so there's a big difference i mean I, I, a lot of women will disagree with me but <laughs> i think there's a big difference between like types of like nudity as joke i feel like the more like the uglier you are um the more it's like a little bit acceptable because mm. it's almost like look at this i'm disgusting wow, so your yes.
0: position is that tim allen is not ugly enough for to be funny the
1: not in the 80s. Mm. In no. the 80s, and,
2: he, he was like, he was a hot guy. And he's definitely doing that thing where he's like, it's a joke unless yeah, right. unless you don't want it to be. The and, the real, then it's it's not, and then it's not. And then it's not. It's so
1: obvious. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, I, I, of course, that's not to say that, like, you know uh fat ugly comedians can get away with murder because they're so disgusting but like i
2: get the joke a little bit more sure
1: you know what i mean like i could see yeah, how it's you know we get it
2: you think what louis did was okay because he's gross i'm
1: not saying it was okay i'm saying i get it a little more no if they're a ginger it's beyond
0: the pale like that's where yeah. we draw the line as soon as you get red pubes involved
1: <laughs> yeah no honestly that that's should be that's a crime it's a hate crime. Uh, you know why yeah. you
0: know why i think it's bad is because he didn't stand behind the joke uh, alan tells variety in a statement no it never happened i would never do such a thing
1: oh shut the okay. fuck up you would never do such a thing you snitch ass bitch yeah. if you're gonna <laughs> snitch on other people you should it like just be someone who snitches on themselves i'm sorry <laughs> it, like make it right that's the only way you can make it right is self-snitching
2: yeah, and that's the other thing that Dangerfield would never be like. Oh, I never did it. You yeah, know, no, he would, right? He would. Yeah, he would pull it. his he would pull his dick out when you asked him about it.
1: Yeah, you think that's bad? She laughed right at my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get no respect. No respect from the women I sexually assault. <laughs> hey, that's what he sounds like, right? Oh yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. No, that's you sound good. like a cartoon
0: dog doing an impression of Rodney Dangerfield.
1: Hey, give me a bone here. <laughs> okay, Ooh. now you're
2: Dice Clay.
1: <laughs> hey, call the police, <laughs> I tell ya.
2: <laughs> do you
1: think... uh
2: I mean, walk a do Hickory dickory dock, I pull out my cock. Uh, <laughs> no one respects it. Uh, little Miss Muffet
1: sat on a tuffet. Uh, what if he just did the actual <laughs> nursery rhyme in full and you were just waiting for him to drop like a gross punch. Yeah, that,
0: that was what uh, Andy Kaufman should have done like after yes. Dice Clay, just to do a Dice Clay impression where he just does the actual nursery rhymes.
1: That's very fun. That's but like him.
2: Smokes the cigarette around his face yeah. or whatever.
1: Oh, That's right.
0: That Smoking was like a his... cigarette around the face. That was pretty good though. Yeah. Like say yeah, what you will I... about the rest of the bit. <laughs>
1: I mean some of his bits were good Andrew Dice Clay was a good comedian It just uh the, It was the 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 kitschy fucking nursery rhyme thing That was a little too much Like that that was the stuff that was like uh, Like oh that shit sucks But then occasionally you would have a good joke And then occasionally he would do things like blame Gays for getting AIDS That was That, that was, was funny the, That
0: was funny in 1987
1: Yeah hilarious <laughs> <laughs> while everyone's dying yeah. probably T- top humor good stuff mm-hmm. comedy plus
0: tragedy minus time that's what they say right yeah equals good stuff <laughs> solid bits
1: do you, I, I, yeah, tim I prefer... allen,
0: do you think tim allen was like funny when they gave him home oh, improvement yeah. or was it just like this guy because i feel like comedy gatekeepers and people sort of at networks they do they do like a weird math math where it's like okay if this person is like a seven out of ten funny and then like a seven out of ten attractiveness that makes them like a nine out of ten when really like how attractive you are really has nothing to do with how how funny you are i mean it makes you like less hard to look at i guess but it doesn't make you any funnier but i feel like they're constantly doing that sort of math
1: of course no yeah i'm not saying he's any funnier than like you know fucking uh, he's certainly not funnier than the people we know of from his time period who are stand-up comedians. <laughs> like <Right. laughs> all of those guys are a thousand times funnier than Tim fucking Allen. But, but I feel
0: like someone probably was like, I-, I like Stephen Wright, but I can't imagine him as like the dad uh, who fucking, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I, you know, is getting in arguments with his wife and, and it has certainly a not, kooky neighbor. Certainly,
1: right. He's certainly not a multi-cam sitcom guy. He's more kind of like a, a modern dramedy guy type guy like uh mm-hmm. he could do a version of Louie. Mm-hmm. um but uh yeah no tim allen is uh he's he was probably like a, a pretty funny stand-up comedian and also uh just um he i don't know he probably had dirt on all the execs he was like i will snitch <laughs> and uh that's how he got it but no i mean i i watched uh fucking home improvement no uh, I, ha- shows, I i hated that even as a kid Oh, I love that show. Yeah, he's a big fan. <laughs> I was a huge fan. I was like, "That guy is funny, man," because he would like he would do like oh, no, because he oh, would oh, get in crazy. an
0: argument with his wife, and then yeah,
1: his wife would be nagging.
0: Yeah, she would be like shopping or nagging oh. or like not wanting to have sex like women do, uh, and not know and then, about tools. Yeah, and then Tim More would cars. be like would go to his neighbor and be like, why women be shopping? And then his neighbor would quote like Socrates. And then Tim would do something to try and win her back and then misquote his neighbor. And then everybody would be like, oh, you're so dumb, but that's okay.
1: No, that was it. That was pretty much the show. I loved yeah. Wilson because Wilson always had good advice. Where you know he would be like, "What do I do about my wife?" And he would be like, "Sometimes you just gotta take the pussy. <laughs> you just gotta take it. See, see what happens. See what happens, bitch. Just go down. Just, just go up, but yo, yo, bitch. Uh-huh. You need to stop flapping that dick sucker and get it to work on the thing it was built for, bitch." <laughs> That's what he would say And I would be like damn that's good advice like, that's hey, yo, hey yo Tim yeah. Yo Tim You get up in them pussy uh-huh. And then he'd be like oh, do oh, do I, do I sure did He'd <laughs> be like oh good next time share bitch
2: <laughs> yeah, it and was, then, w- and then weird. Tim would misquote him and be like, Give me that dick, you, f- yeah, you, f- you flapping mouth, or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. What did every sitcom a have show. like
0: uh, the
1: sound effect bumpers between like '87 and '94? Not always a sound effect. A lot of times is it was just a little version of the theme song. Yeah, like
2: it was just a mm-hmm. guy playing guitar, just like, a, like a sting, just a little like. Meow. Yeah, well, it's funny. Yeah. Like,
0: Ba-da-ba-ow. I mean, I I don't know who had the inspired idea to do like somebody slapping the bass uh, to Seinfeld because he seems like Genius. if you just watched mm-hmm. Seinfeld, you you would not associate it with like a fretless <laughs> slap bass. But
1: uh, <laughs> no, no, it's kind of. But then now yeah no it, it, that was the thing like i think whoever did the seinfeld theme song was genius because it like it fits so perfectly with the show but you know jerry seinfeld would be like what is this noise <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like there's no way he would enjoy it but uh you know he'd be wrong
0: i have this theory that paul riser is like the real life kenny banya because it's like mm. he's mm. He's the exact same as Seinfeld, but just (laughs) minus like charisma and, uh, and humor. Like, cause Jerry's like rides that Seinfeld, rides that line of, uh, like it's a show about nothing, but it's like the funny parts of nothing, like the funny little banalities of life. Whereas like, Paul Reiser just talks about like the banalities of life. And you're like, who cares, man? Why don't you fucking tell it to your shrink or something? Like you are annoying as hell.
1: Wow. You're just like, shut up, Drew. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like Paul Reiser, am I wrong in thinking that Paul Reiser, uh, he's the guy, the fatherhood guy, right? Didn't he write that book? Isn't he uh, like, he became a family comic as far as I always was. Well, yeah, I mean, the difference between Paul Reiser and Seinfeld is like, Paul. you know, Seinfeld fucks. And I think that's like the thing about <laughs> mm. Seinfeld that we forget because he no, doesn't Seinfeld go No, Seinfeld was like a weird pervert. Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. He was just like, oh, big milky titties. <laughs> Who are these people?
0: <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld was like the original Cristalia.
1: Yeah, yeah, he, he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I love about middle school? I get older, they stay the same age. Why don't they make the whole law out of the
2: age of consent? And Snapchat, they disappear. What do you mean they've got Snapchats?
1: (laughs) What do you mean you have homework from third period? Yeah, that's good. Those are all good impressions. I don't
0: know what... I don't think Paul Reiser wrote Fatherhood. I don't know where that came from, but...
1: uh, I'm positive he did. Because, like... Hold on. Did you Google Fatherhood Paul Reiser? Well,
0: there's a a movie directed by Paul Weitz with uh, Kevin Hart in it. No, yeah. That's
2: what you were thinking of. That's what you were thinking of, for sure.
0: Uh, And uh, Paul Reiser's
1: in it. Oh, okay. Okay, no. He wrote... uh, books one is called couplehood one is called babyhood and one is called familyhood
3: mm.
0: i bet they're fucking scintillating
1: based was on close his show based on his I knew, show i knew hood was in it mad about so. you is
0: like the the uh exception to the rule that like 90s most 90s sitcoms were like pretty good I oh i think yeah. most of them hold up but then yeah uh, not golden ma- age not mad about you or caroline in the city
1: was mad about (laughs) you the one with helen hunt
0: yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think that's why the show kept was on it was helen hunt was on it and people were like well she's she seems like she's got
1: something i don't know what though what does she have she always freaked me out because i was just like you have a like a weird marionette face Mm. (laughs) like she looked puffy
0: to me i feel like she's a a less laura linney
1: version of laura linney no, mm. she's as Lenny as Laura Lenny, and, uh, and to to me, sometimes I get them confused because I the the hatred is so ingrained. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, polarizer. How'd we get there? I don't know, but you know what? Uh, before we get into oh, he's banja.
0: He's real. Oh yeah, oh, he's, right. he's we real. There. There. Yeah, yeah, so. That's how got there. Because right. he's like everything Stole, that's Jerry. He's, Gold! he's everything that's. Not... He's like the guy that does what you do, but makes it mm-hmm. feel bad and makes you wonder if that's how you look to other people. <laughs>
1: yeah. You mean like if I saw another guy on stage more Jewy and talking about lumming bums, and I'd just be like, "Is that what I fucking?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. As a reflection well, of me, I'd be like, "Hmm." Well, remember not that
0: good. South Park episode where they trash Family Guy because they're like, basically yeah. the the basis of it was people always being like, "Oh, you guys are kind of like Family Guy," and they're mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck? <laughs> We're nothing like fan, Family yeah. Guy." I feel <laughs> yeah. like that is how Jerry would rightfully react to Paul. Paul. Totally.
1: Rising. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Like, they there's really probably another like... podcast exactly like this, but without the
1: art. I doubt it. I honestly, <laughs> like, I have not seen it. Speaking of which, I have. Um, the one thing that I've noticed uh with the for you tab on Twitter is I get introduced to um a lot of Bitcoin guy mm. podcasts. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I am I got to say we're fucking up right. by not being uh first of all a video podcast cuz that's mm. that's what mm-hmm. you got to do. And also a podcast that's just like so everybody knows that like anyone can get a trillion dollars. <laughs> right? It's easy. Yeah. All you got to do think about it. You just get a, a million people who got ten dollars. <laughs> I mean, time. the secret to
0: being rich is just to figure out how to talk people into giving you their money. Like that—that that is yeah. true.
1: No, but it's like I've just been watching. There's just tons of it. Is like there's no excuse to be twelve and not own a space <laughs> shuttle, because <laughs> like these guys are like explaining wh- that. Money is just money's everywhere, dude. You just gotta know how to look for it. And I'm like, did you, did you just ask your dad? Like, <laughs> when you say look for it, do you mean around the house? Because <laughs> these guys are so there. It's kind of amazing because you realize, like, oh man, that's right. There's like, the one of the easiest grips in the world is to wear nice, like, expensive shoes, and talk hood, mm. and be white. And oh, yeah, just yeah. be like I'm really into you urban know, culture about, you just gotta be like man I got money and, be, <laughs> and people will and like literal like little kids will be like he got money <laughs> and then the, they will eat up your content
2: and then they'll give you money to tell them exactly. about it's,
1: your money it's so it's so ingenious like you look at like Andrew Tate and you're just like of course of course he's huge he does the the thing it's like as an adult, if you want to do like the adult version of this grift, you just do conservative grifting. You just you know just say like anything conservative, easy. Well, the first uh, the victim should have had more guns. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Very easy, very like knee jerk. Yeah. If you want to do it and like really should have been huge, fucking standing there if they didn't want to be yeah. poor. What you what you really <laughs> got to do is you got to be like oh man, here's the thing about gr- girls, um. All these girls in your third period class, especially Becky, that one bitch, she's going to wish she got dick down by you. All you got to do is lift weights. <laughs> and then <laughs> all the little kids are like,
2: "Yeah, yeah, yeah, all I got to do is lift,
1: lift weights." And that it's just you just got to talk to kids. You got to mm-hmm. meet them where they're at, which right. is like 7th grade, chubby, depressed, uh con- like filled with cum <laughs> and just be like um, you know, "Hey, you know what you need to do?" You need to go up to the first hot girl you see and go, "I'm better than you, bitch. <laughs> I'm better. I'll always be better than you." And then fucking buy some crypto. And those kids will just be like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Like they're going to come while they listen cuz they're already filled with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure.
3: yeah
1: I'm okay. just saying we're fucking up. It like if we want to make another podcast, pod yourself some crypto.
2: Or, like, uh, come yourself. Cum crypto, mm-hmm. crypto come, come Yeah, I'm yeah. trying
1: to keep it like in the brand, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, what well, were you going to say,
0: Vince? Oh, well, I was going to say another good grift is that uh, you find a disabled veteran and uh, and you do a GoFundMe for his his injured service dog. And then <laughs> oh, you, just, yeah. you just take the money.
1: That's a really simple grift. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and that's, genius that's why george santos is a genius uh no. i don't know if you saw oh did he no. did he do that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no no damn dude disabled veteran george santos took 3k from me uh th- took 3k from dying dogs GoFundMe. fund uh, me <laughs> <laughs> jesus Christ. queens new york in may 2016 oh richard Osthoff God. was living in a tent in an abandoned chicken coop on the side of route 9 in howell new jersey With he his lived beloved, in a
1: chicken coop yeah well in a tent yeah that's fucked up dude he literally george Santos showed up fox in the hen house style (laughs) (laughs) that's so fucked (laughs) Uh,
0: with his beloved service dog sapphire a veteran's charity gave the pit mix to ossoff a disabled veteran who was honorably discharged from the u.s navy in 2002 he told patch when sapphire developed a life-threatening stomach tumor ostoff now 47 learned the surgery would cost three thousand dollars a veterinary technician took Ostoff aside and told him, I know a guy who runs a pet charity who can help you, Ostoff recounted. His name was Anthony oh. Devalder, and his pet charity was called Friends of Pets United, the vet tech told him. Anthony Devalder is one of the names that Long Island rep George Santos used for years uh. before entering politics. That's usually like a tell when you have like six different names. <laughs> yeah. Uh- yeah, when you got an <laughs> alias, you got to be like, hey,
1: hmm, I don't know.
0: Uh, Ostoff and another New Jersey veteran Retired police sergeant Michael Boll Who tried to interview Intervene to help Ostoff in 2016 Told Patch that Santos Closed the GoFundMe he set up for Sapphire After it raised $3,000 on social media And disappeared
1: (laughs) fuck bro just get i'm sorry like that's so needlessly cruel get (laughs) it right go on the internet find fake dog find fake dog on internet picture already exists no need make find real guy sick dog no need
0: sapphire died january 15th 2017 after being out of work with a broken leg for over a year ostoff couldn't afford the dog's euthanasia and cremation he said
1: oh what did you do though uh did he hit him in the head with a hammer? <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad way to go. Uh,
2: that is like if you were writing a bad guy on a TV show, you'd be yeah. like, homeless, disabled veteran and a sick dog? Too much. We gotta, <laughs> right. Let's back it off a little bit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Jesus Christ. I contacted Santos and told him you're messing with a veteran and that he needed to give the money back or use it to get us off another dog, he said. He was totally uncooperative on the phone. Santos told Ostoff and Bull that he planned to use the money to help other animals, Ostoff said. Bull told Ooh, him that he couldn't do that because the money was raised
1: specifically for Ostoff and his service dog. <laughs> and He was just like, your dog's already dead, dude. It's gone. <laughs> right, yeah. so you, I'm going to waste this perfectly good money on a dead dog? I don't think so. No, I'm going to give it to someone who needs it. Me uh after santos set up
0: the gofundme page (laughs) gofundme page in may 2016 he became hard to contact i only talked to him two or three times on the phone ostoff said guessing that over half the donations came from people he knew uh we made the goal and then some but ostoff's excitement changed to confusion when instead of scheduling the procedure santos told him that ostoff couldn't use the new jersey practice and instead insisted he bring sapphire to a veterinarian in queens new york uh, in August, the vet tech drove Ostoff and Sapphire to that veterinary practice in Queens because Santos told them he had credit with the practice from regularly using it so often for his charity. It was mm-hmm. a t- tiny little hole in the wall place, but look legitimate. The vet there said they couldn't operate on the tumor, Ostoff said, adding that he was confused because the New Jersey vet didn't express similar concerns.
1: After that, Ostoff Wait. said Santos became elusive. Wait. Hold the fucking <laughs> phone. Hold on. Wait, so (laughs) he made him go to a specific vet. (laughs) Did he hire a fake vet? I think it was a
0: real vet that he probably was like, "Hey, tell this guy that the surgery won't work."
1: Oh my god, bro! Holy shit! That is like that's so much
2: work. Had the guy. Had he met George Santos in person before this, how do we know it wasn't just George Santos in a wig? <laughs> yeah, that's right. a very good
1: point. That's exactly who it was.
2: Oops, sorry, this dog's going to die. Uh, <laughs> don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Santos said
0: in a text message he would take Sapphire from an ultrasou- for an ultrasound, but Ostoff couldn't come, and it couldn't be done at the New Jersey <laughs> office recommended by the Howell veterinarian because they wouldn't accept this organization's funding method. Ossoff doesn't know exactly what funding method Santos was refer- was referring to.
1: Uh, promissory note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, human hair. Yeah. Do you take
2: <laughs> uh, puka shells? And being like, I'll, I'll take it, but you you can't come. That's like when a child does a magic trick. You know, like, yeah. but, you, but you have to close your
0: eyes. Yeah. 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 You have to stand on the X. Don't ask why. Yeah.
2: yeah. Now
1: it's gone. <laughs> is it in your pocket no no <laughs> <laughs> fuck uh yeah i mean i'm
0: I, i'm just really excited for the eventual podcast that's gonna explain like everything
1: about this guy I, yeah, all of it because there's so you know i read new george santos shit today and it's just it's nothing compared to this but it was just like you know they're now now they're just going through everything well, i got, and I, this got is, an,
0: I got another one that uh this one makes more sense because yeah as we've said i think if you mentioned any sort of like disease ailment or tragedy around george santos like you could just make up a disease and be like oh yeah uh my uh uh you know uh fucking cuticleitis, where it's deadly Mm -hmm. and he'd be like oh yeah my my aunt died of that uh yeah right i was holding her hand when she died like anything Mm -hmm. you know he's got to be the the baby at every uh, christening and the corpse yes. at every funeral kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and th- this one, this latest one seems to fit with that where George Santos claimed to be one of the first people in the U S diagnosed with COVID-19.
1: Bro, bro, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, this is my fucking, uh, is, is, is this Nick the bitch? <laughs> it could <laughs> be. This He's had n- a lot of names. This is Nick the bitch. I swear to God, dude, because like this is, Nick the bitch. I've talked about him on this podcast before, but he is like he he's this kid from elementary school He used to make up all of these lies, and <laughs> and we just never called him out on the lies because it was like, you know, he, everyone just had that friend who's like, yeah, they're like full of shit, like they just say stuff, right? And and Chad um, Bickerdike, yep. And you're like a little worried that fucking that it's like waking a sleepwalker like if I Mm -hmm. call him out what if he believes this stuff like is he gonna explode (laughs) no he's (laughs) gonna they're gonna you're gonna get drawn into their net of chaos somehow exactly Exactly. you're just like okay okay yeah 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 because one of the things that Nick the bitch did was like one day he was just like I got AIDS (laughs) and it was (laughs) and it was just like one of those things where it was like oh shit for real <laughs> like yeah dude and he was all like sad about it and then like nothing everything was normal for the next few weeks and then eventually someone was like hey whatever happened to that aids <laughs> <laughs> what's up with that aids yeah and he was like oh no i've I got i got cured yeah <laughs> i they, uh, yeah i got the cure man it's like super secret and fucking whatever and it was just like and you just go like yeah okay (laughs) you move on he was like i don't want to get deeper into this i had that but i I had this friend i had the
0: same kind of friend in elementary school um Mm -hmm. and there was there was a weird girl in our class um and you know she was kind of like the girl that you could get like a freebie pick like you could pick on her and get like a freebie if you were an outcast you know you could score easy a dunks because it was always oh, gonna, oh, oh, oh yeah it was gonna yeah, land yeah. you know you she could be like a worse outcast than you whenever you needed
1: right right she she was the lowest in the pecking order yes. so if you needed a quick confidence boost you just like shit on becky exactly so
0: <laughs> yeah this guy that i was friends with i, I don't know if I, I probably shouldn't say his name but uh in elementary school like he he would always tell people that when she put a jacket over her lap uh during mm-hmm. class that she was fingering herself <laughs> and and That's so cool. one time one time it was like you know later in the afternoon she had the jacket on her lap and he's like nudging people like dude do a, watch this watch this watch this and so from the front uh the, from the front of the class where he had his desk he mm-hmm. like crouched and then did like a f- commando roll down the aisle and grabbed uh, the the jacket that was on her lap and pulled it off like a magician, like unveiling a magic trick and, and goes, yeah. see, I told you she was fingering herself. Oh, <laughs> what a dickhead. And, oh my God. And then, so of course, uh, you know, he got sent to the office and, uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and the whole time he's just complaining like she's the one fingering herself she's the one fingering herself but i'm the one who gets sent to the office i guess you have to finger yourself to not get sent to the office around here (laughs) and uh fast forward to this week i was hanging out with some other guys that i was in elementary school with Mm -hmm. and uh one of them got called phone call from this guy like a little bit after christmas from from jail of course because surprise surprise like oh, fuck like do it does he want money to get bailed out apparently he just wanted him to put money on his books uh because he he was in jail apparently commissary. supposedly he was in jail for elder abuse for uh throwing a, for throwing a peach at his dad
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this is like a 40 something year old man at this point <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could see it was going downhill when he was just like, I'm going to expose this like <laughs> fucking fifth grader fingering themselves. I, like, he, did, You know, justice, the arc of the universe bends towards justice <laughs> yeah, in yeah. this case. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, like, but like, anyway, yeah, all these lies, dude, these fucking lies are so because they're all so fucking verifiable. Like, it's so easy to be like, no. Like, he right. said he was in Hannah Montana. Like, that's so <laughs> great. Than- right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The drag yes. the drag story. And that's then Nick crazy. the bitch said he was the Green Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when I said, like, oh, but isn't that... He was like, no, 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 no. When the Green Ranger's in the suit, that's, that's me. That's me.
2: It's not a Japanese guy. No, in absolutely 1979. That's me <laughs> in there. No, and it
1: was just, like, so fucking insane because it, it was just, like, he would say... Um, watch Uh. at the end of today's episode I have a little message for you guys And I was like oh fuck Like maybe this is real So like I thought it was real up until the point When it didn't happen and it was like oh man I guess I cut it oh that's too bad I guess <laughs> it, cu- it got cut and stuff And I was just like this guy is
2: Honestly though so lying flushing. about being the, the Green Ranger Only when he's in the suit Whatever in you know 1994 That's a pretty good I'm, no, how you, I know. How do you ever call that I don't
1: But. true but i guess it's like this was a time before the internet so it was like anything's possible but Uh he said his dad was the coach of the dodgers and he used the word coach and i was like (laughs) i don't even think you know about baseball dog (laughs) um
0: I, i feel like the drag story is worth reading the actual story uh this is from politico george santos appears to admit drag queen past in wiki post uh Embattled rep George Santos has claimed that reports and videos documenting him performing in drag are both outrageous and categorically false. But nearly a dozen years ago, Santos himself appears to have confirmed that he participated in drag shows while he was a teenager living in Brazil. (laughs) A Wikipedia page accessed by Politico shows a user named Anthony DeVolder, a Santos alias, writing that... Uh, he started his stage life at age 17 as a as in gay nightclub drag queen And with that, won several gay beauty pageants. This is all like completely misspelled, by the way. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I I love a good Anne.
1: (laughs) Anne gay.
0: (laughs) The wiki Wiki biography was last edited April 29th, 2011. It contains basic information that matches up with the newly sworn in congressman, including Devalder being born on July 22nd, 1988 to a Brazilian family with a European background
1: this is so uh, wonderful it's just like, he was just in his own wikipedia being like well now it's official uh,
0: the wiki bio for anthony devalder which is full of spelling and grammatical errors appears to contain fantastical descriptions of his supposed career in show business it claims that he had a part in disney's hannah montana among other examples
1: yeah that's right and then also what? he was in a movie with uma thurman sure Sure, dude. This <laughs> like, is
2: this is so embarrassing for whoever lost to him in this election. I know because yeah, all of this know. was it seems so easy to find, and you didn't find any of it. Before yeah, what the was election? your what
0: was your oppo de, department like? Jesus, or was Christ.
2: he just he was just so principled that he was like, no, we don't win that way. We went you, on policy. No, <laughs> no it was
1: I literally I, I know exactly what it was. It was like classic, like centrist dem shit where they were just like you know how we're gonna win we're gonna be like hey that guy he's a mega republican <laughs> yeah. nobody he's a likes them yeah he's he a says one thing and does another don't worry I got this and then of course all of New York went red and everyone's just like mm, mm, at one point maybe- he said he was for backing Ukraine,
0: and now he's against. <laughs> yeah. <it>.
3: yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: God. In, the, in the 2011 Wiki bio, the user Anthony devolder sprinkles show business credits that ring similarly untrue. He describes his Hollywood career as taking off after meeting with a producer of the 1996 blockbuster Independence Day. He drops <laughs> the name of the director Steven Spielberg. He misspelled his last name as Spielberg. <laughs> and claims to have starred in, Close. A, in quote a few TV shows and Disney Channel shows such as The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and the hit Hannah Montana.
1: Oh, I'm telling you, this is Nick the bitch. I mean, <laughs> the, <laughs> the wiki
0: bio concludes with Santos writing that two years prior, he quote taped his very first movie, starring Uma Thurman, Chris O'Donnell, Melissa George, and Alicia Silverstone in the movie
1: The Invasion.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Which doesn't star any that. of those people. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds real. Yeah. 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 I love that he brought uh Alicia Silverstone out of retirement for his fake movie. It's uh it's very, you know, it's it's amazing because like he's also incredibly stupid. And yeah. like <laughs> that is that that I think is like the the really impressive thing about the whole thing is it's just like he is so openly dumb he's just a dumb guy like anna delvey is like this but much smarter right exactly Mm -hmm. and 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 i love that like especially now in the age of like the the grift and the like con man you know it's just such like a big thing and we a little bit kind of like not glorify but like the anna delvey thing or like fucking any one of these fucking uh grifters there's kind of like a well You know they're obviously pretty smart because they know how to fucking do. Like it, it, they They always did what everybody else was doing better. All these like fucking like grifter docs treat it like they're doing some sort of Ocean's Eleven sting, you know, mm-hmm. like it's always something like fantastical. But this along comes this fucking egg shaped dumbass <laughs> who just like g- like fucking with grimace, really shiny w- lips and very with shiny lips waddling around <laughs> with shaped like a fucking butt plug, just like being like, oh, I'm I am Wizard of Oz. <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> and people people were like yeah <laughs> <And> just <laughs> yeah, vote for him no it's just like i love it because he's just so dumb and it's just anything that makes these grifters not seem genius makes me feel better
0: listen he apparently figured out how to grift like five million dollars from uh yes like mega campaign people yes, yeah. yes.
2: I, and he's is, still in office. Yeah. That's still what's in, crazy to me is he's there's he's like nope, now I'm in, you can't do anything about I, it. You know, so I,
1: I at first I was like, you know, what sucks about this is that like he's just going to um he's going to hook up with all these like super far right maga like congress people like the Matt Gates and the fucking, you know, Lauren Boberts and fuck, you know, like all, all these people who are just going to be like, we support you because mm-hmm. the mainstream media is against you. Um, and of course, that's what he ended up doing. But, but I think yeah, their fatal flaw seems to be that they all hate each other. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's what is that's a great thing is they don't really have Trump to unite them anymore. You know, it's like like Trump is around, but he's like still. You think like
0: the three people that are famous for getting kicked out of every uh, Chili's in town (laughs) would like form a block and then eventually like resist the power of TGI Fridays? But like it turns (laughs) out, like they are just as annoying to each other as they are to the manager of of, uh, fucking Olive Garden. Uh
1: yeah, no, of course. Uh, but what's what I, I I think is great about like all of the more the more stuff that comes out, the more all of them are going to be like, eh, he's just kind of dumb. Like, do we need like <laughs> we don't need Wait, to like? Why, a- why am I going to put myself on the line like? like supporting this guy when there's no point to it everyone just kind of i think is right. going to want him to, to leave because after a while it's just like dude every day it's like a new thing where you're like i'm first spaceman walk on sun <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> i did it at night it, i did it at night when the sun was cool <laughs> you know when sun turns to moon <laughs> i think is
0: it I, didn't uh wasn't lauren boberts didn't they Oh, didn't she own, like, a gun-themed restaurant that was, like, famous was like, for poisoning people?
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I
0: think that's probably why her and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene don't get along because it's like, yeah. it's, like, the the restaurant manager versus the lady who wants to see the manager. Like, they're inherently, oh, like, shit. different mm-hmm. different types of annoying ladies.
1: Absolutely. I never considered that yeah that is that's that's super true like they at the end of the day they are on different sides of the um like worst type of right wing spectrum you know what i <laughs> mean yeah it's like it's like the lady who's going to call the fbi because you're double parked and then the lady who's <laughs> double parked on yeah. you know a because fucking, she doesn't
0: risk because she's a sovereign citizen because she's a sovereign <laughs> yeah. citizen and laws don't am apply am i being she, detained that might be just yelling that at a fire hydrant. <laughs> Am
1: I being detained at a fire hydrant? Um, I told you yes. about the
0: fucking Walmart that has a law enforcement parking
1: space here, didn't I?
0: Uh, no i
1: I don't think you did that's yeah it has like a space that
0: says like this space reserved for our friends in law enforcement or something and i cannot think of like i thought the like pregnant lady parking and
1: like the what was annoying enough but uh you doubled down Pregnant lady parking i get that that makes more sense to me sure at least there's a physical aspect to it. It's where it's just yeah. like you're not sure you're a handicap but it'd it be sense. nice to be closer. Yeah,
0: that okay, fine. But like they're do they're doing that for the person that is enforcing the parking laws who can also park wherever they want and yeah, it. like, so no. it's
2: so unnecessary. <laughs> and cop is... worth his salt is just gonna park in the handicap spot yeah. when he wants to. Yeah, he can do whatever the, the fuck de- they want already. The
1: definition of virtue signaling is having the <laughs> yeah. the blue lives matter space. <laughs> yeah, it's so That's fucking like a,
2: annoying. Have you guys seen the like the truck stop restaurants that are like. I forget what they're called, but they're like American flag. Like, I think they're called like USA Pride restaurants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, dude, all those parking spots are reserved for law enforcement there. (laughs) They're all for the cops. Yeah, (laughs) You
1: guys
0: can't park here only. That's what I feel like those fucking commercials where Gronk can't get the troop insurance. Uh, It's like (laughs) they're trying to big time us all by being like, yeah, not even Gronk can get this insurance (laughs) because no troops. He's not a troop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also, Gronk oh. doesn't have one fucking troop in his family Give me a break He's got a troop oh. um, So the the other um, What's his name? Uh, George Santos News was just like Someone just went on his Facebook And just searched back at comments <laughs> And he wrote uh, 11 years ago he wrote Hi Hitler H-I-I-I-I-G-H Hitler And then in parentheses Height Hitler <laughs> She was, I think... H- hilarious. <laughs> I think he was trying for Hail Hitler. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, who could say? And he mixed it with Sigheil. Heil. I, I get, I maybe see what he, he was Maybe he thought it was
0: a Google search and he was trying to search for like height oh, Hitler no. to see like wh- yeah, what what well, an how, accurate how, how height
1: was Hitler? <laughs> yeah. Am I same height Hitler? <laughs> uh, uh, but no, it's definitely a comment because right after he wrote, lol, 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 somebody kill her, the Jews and black mostly, lol, 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 lol. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't know uh, what that's in response to, um, but the Jew and Black are not happy. See about
0: the it. thing that I kind of respect <laughs> is I don't think that he actually. I don't know. I have nothing. I don't know anything about him. I don't know that he actually believes any of this stuff, oh, or if he no, just no. figured out that MAGA people were the easiest people yeah. to grift. Uh, I don't think he believes world.
2: anything. I know? mean, he'll believe it whatever. He'll say whatever he has to to get get that money. I like to, get, yeah. get I like he to think get he came, I
0: like to think that he came to the US with a fucking bindle like a hobo just because he was like, <laughs> "Okay, I heard about these maga people on the internet and this I know this is like how he's like some sort of South American carpetbagger. Like this yeah. is how I'm gonna make my fucking the name. But for he was
1: doing it. He was doing it before the you know the maga stuff. You know, like he was like, at some point he got a bunch of money, and we don't know where that money's from and how he got it. Right? Isn't that?
0: Yeah. I, I like I've read a few articles about it because I feel like the big question with him is, is is he a is he a puppet of somebody else? Like somebody else gave him all this money to run for office <laughs> right. and he's doing their bidding. Or did he just figure out how to, like, make his own super pack and collect right. all this? It's and, and as far as I can tell, it looks like he genuinely just grifted all of this money uh, through super packs and various, like, donor networks. Uh, one and,
2: uh, GoFundMe at a time. Yeah, just donated <laughs> one, it all to one himself. One dying dog at a time. It seems like <laughs> yeah. he got
0: figured out how to get people to donate to right-wing causes and figured out how to, like, you know, just funnel all those
1: fake causes into his own bank account it's just crazy to me because it's like and everything else it's almost like he was like i'm done with this amateur shit i'm gonna go pro because everything else that he's lying about is just all this weird ticky tack like fucking ego based like a hundred percent like um made up on the spot probably at a moment when someone said like uh oh, uh, I have tickets to see Miley Cyrus. And he was like, I was in Ham, Montana. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he was like, oh, I got to write that down on Wikipedia so I don't forget that lie. Um, but then at some point... <laughs> the Wikipedia he, is just a repository of his own lies so he doesn't forget what they lies. are. Yeah, well, it's a way to keep track of this alternate universe I've created. Um, but then at some point, like him taking that like stupid impulse, which, you know, from what it... The lies he's telling, it seems like he's like a pathological thing as as yeah. opposed to like a con man thing, right? Right. Yeah. I don't, like, know, I don't think you'd throw COVID
0: and like Hannah Montana in there, or, or maybe that's just the old version where he was just chasing right. clout and now he's sort of, uh, he's sort of improved and evolved to the point where he actually does it for like real world
1: material benefit. Right. Right. Which is like is a level of like growth. Like it's almost mm-hmm. like someone took him aside and said, George, you have something very special, which <laughs> is like the inab- the inability to feel shame yeah. and like a complete inability. And if you have this gift, you should use it to actually like advance your material situation, <laughs> you know, as opposed to just kind of like this. uh this ego-based like clout thing and like and he was like oh okay all right if if i can lie about you know being in a movie with U- uma thurman i can just use the same tactic and get a bunch of dummies to give me money and that's like a like i want to know how how that happened because mm-hmm. he went from being just nick the bitch who just has <laughs> shit to say uh to being like if nick the bitch was like i'm gonna make a career out of this <laughs> and and that that seems like yeah i don't where, know
0: where can where's the best what's the best uh career niche for someone with my particular set of skills and someone's like right. well, obviously the house of representatives
3: right
1: no i know pretty accurate
0: clearly no yeah. that is
1: so true it's it's like really really sad that it's just like yeah no politics oh you're <laughs> yeah. you, you you feel no pain And uh, you are the biggest liar in any room you walk into. Yeah, you should definitely be a representative in the House of Representatives. So, yeah, it's um, I mean, the more I hear
2: about this guy, the more I like him. Mm-hmm. and that's like the fucked up thing about it and well, not he, like, like, he's so close to being a hero cause he's just like yeah. absorbing all of this money from idiots who are yeah. bad and if he just did one good thing with it I, you know it's all forgiven well, I think right. if you take that
0: much money from bad people and just throw it in the toilet
1: like you're doing a yeah. service to society right. you are yeah. you are it's essentially taxes spend it all
2: on neopets that's great <laughs> yeah. who cares yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 now now
1: i got a garden of neopets (laughs) i have a thousand children Um, (laughs) no but like you know you're right because like essentially like what okay so what has he actually done um and he hasn't really done anything but waste um a bunch of people's money now of course now that he's in congress one of the things that he he now does have the power to actually do evil and should be held uh, uh, accountable for that but until until that happens, I'm just like, I don't, I, I, I don't dislike him. No, I just, I, <laughs> no. I'm intrigued by him. I think he's a creature. I think he's a big, yeah.
2: He big, is like the catfish, creature. the
0: original catfish from the catfish metaphor that yes. uh, mm-hmm. makes life interesting for all the other yeah. whatever fish.
2: He's exactly. such a, such a, he's such a wild card right now. Now he's, yeah. he's kind of like unlimited potential as like a weird guy mm-hmm. in the in the <laughs> in the Congress or whatever. And it's like, I don't know, dude. Who knows what he'll do? He yeah. clearly like you he's not know. guided by any sort of morals or faith. Right. Like
1: who knows? And to me, like the the people who are who have it wrong, because there's a, a lot of people who are doing the thing, especially journalists who are doing the like um or you know, pundits. Are doing the shame on you George yeah because <laughs> right. I'm like I'm like who is that for he does <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah. he doesn't feel shame <laughs> no. if you want your viewers to be ashamed of him they they already are like mm-hmm. you didn't even have to just partisan wise they are um, and the people who are doing it right are there's been a few Congress people who have just done funny dunks and usually whenever a congressperson or like a politician tweets a joke I'm just like ugh healthcare please but um <laughs> but like yeah deride him ridicule him that's great i have no problem with that that's uh but but don't do the thing where you try to take this and be like this is just it's just so shameful i can't even it's like Fuck, no, 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 no 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 stop <laughs> yeah. stop so he doesn't far, have any
2: respect for the office. Yeah, he doesn't me, me have do respect. He doesn't have. Re- yeah,
1: n- none of us do. And also, he doesn't have respect for like the laws of physics. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, you don't. You don't have to fucking. You know. Let alone like he doesn't have respect for the current reality we live in, and and uh, he's an amazing reflection of it. So uh, yeah, how's
0: he gonna feel shame when he doesn't even use the same name for more than like
1: two years? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He can't spell. that. That word he doesn't <laughs> care to learn it's it's like you you don't you don't know the universe he's created in his head in which he is the hero mm-hmm. and so like you can't you can't hurt a guy like that all you can do is continue to report on his lies yeah. over and over until everyone around him just goes ah, he's probably not worth it <laughs> right right like, uh, let's not. Let's not. But uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe he'll do something cool. <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah. That'd like be great if he became president. like the Mr. Smith goes to Washington.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just learns about everything for the first time.
2: <laughs> just, he somehow, yeah, he somehow grifts the government into giving us all health care. Yeah. Well, this, right. was, like,
0: this was the, uh, I don't know if you ever saw the Eddie Murphy movie, The Distinguished Gentleman. But uh, No. Yeah, he runs for Congress as a grift because he figures out that the uh like the 6 term congressman uh who just died uh, mm-hmm. he can run for that guy's seat uh but it, he goes but his name is thomas jefferson davis or something like that uh, yeah and he's like people everybody will vote for fucking thomas jefferson uh, <laughs> that's or no he yeah. he has the same name as the guy who just died so he just runs he just sort uh, of che- he sort of like fiddles with his name, so it's the same name as that guy. And he runs for Congress. And at first, he's doing it all as a grift. But then he meets a little girl with brain cancer, and uh, he realizes that he should use his powers of grifting to get them to stop <laughs> building power lines next to schools and giving the kids brain cancer. And, uh, sure. and that's what he does. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe maybe he'll do that. Oh, it yeah. sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of good movies Speaking of good
0: movies The Razzie nominations came out this week I don't know if uh, you, guys, you guys pay attention to the
1: Razzies um, um, The I, I 43rd don't, like,
0: Razzie Awards I, I don't
1: make it a, a point to pay attention to them But they do occasionally wind up in with some controversy And I heard that was the case this year
0: That was the case Well first I'll read you the nominees um, Okay Worst Picture Blonde uh, Disney's Pinocchio Blonde. Good Morning with a U Uh, the king's daughter Morbius Uh, I've seen blonde I've heard of Morbius the rest no what's
1: blonde again it sounds familiar that's
0: the Marilyn Uh, Monroe one with Anna de de Armas oh
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh, Anna de Armas Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, worst actor uh, Mm Colson Baker aka Machine Gun Kelly for Good Morning again Uh, Pete Davidson voice only for Marmaduke apparently oh that's that's not nice oh wow yeah Uh, Tom Hanks as Geppetto in Disney's Pinocchio uh, didn't
1: didn't Disney's Pinocchio? Did they get nominated for best animated picture? There were two Pinocchios.
0: <laughs> yeah, I year. just realized that too. Like I thought this, they were talking about Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, mm-hmm. but this one is Disney's Pinocchio, which oh. completely different thing. Apparently, mm. uh, Jared Leto for Morbius, Sylvester Stallone for Samaritan. I actually, didn't see mm-hmm. that one. Um, worst actress. Uh, Ryan Kira Armstrong and Firestarter. This was the controversial one because she was uh, she's twelve years old. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice. Yeah, but you know what? I think all child actors are bad, and uh, I, no, I agree, and they should be replaced by CG. We've yeah. said this many times. <laughs> I don't times. think it's, it's but... the
0: children's fault. I think it's their parents' fault.
1: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. But also, come on, guys, <laughs> that's yeah. not. That's not nice. That's not a fair thing to do. Don't, don't, uh, just don't. Yeah, do don't call out the kid directly because it's
0: not their fault.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, send me. Someone sent me a picture of uh,
0: these girls that are these triplets that are in George and Tammy. Uh, I I don't know if they're playing the same person. Oh, they are playing the same person. So that's like triplets. They they look like they're about I don't know six or seven. Um, Uh it's the Garmin triplets and their names are Brinley, Kinsley, and
1: Rinley. Jesus Christ. It's like making a circus freak. (laughs) He's like, oh, I'm going to make them have weird names.
0: (laughs) Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard for Jurassic Park Dominion. Uh, huh. Diane Keaton for Mac and Rita. Uh, Why not? (laughs) Uh, Kaya Scodelario for the King's Daughter. I don't
1: know. What is The King's Daughter?
0: Uh, it was like a princess movie with um, Pierce Brosnan. I didn't see it, but I vaguely remember it being a movie. Okay. Uh, Alicia Silverstone for The Rick Re- Rick Re- Re-
1: Is that the one with George Santos? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, worst remake slash ripoff slash sequel. Uh, Blonde, which. I don't know None of, those what is that of a remake yeah. none of yeah. those things. none of those things. Um both 365 days sequels uh
2: what? So apparently there's
0: a Polish romantic thriller
1: called 365 days. Okay. And it released two sequels. A uh, romantic thriller. Mhm. Is that I didn't I don't know this genre. <laughs> well, I, that's it's what like, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's what mm-hmm. Wikipedia told me. Um, romantic
0: thrill yeah i had never heard of any of these movies until today i don't know the genre yeah uh disney's pinocchio Firestarter, jurassic world dominion uh we supporting actress we got adria arjona for morbius lorraine bracco bo- voice only for disney's pinocchio uh how dare you penelope cruz and <laughs> fan bing bing for the three the 355 and the king's daughter
1: wait wait both of them Who's Fan Bingbing? Bing?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know what do you want me to say other than you than her name. That's
1: her name's Fan Bingbing. Uh huh. It's
0: a crazy name. Don't yep. Uh, and Mira Sorvino for Lamborghini, the man behind the legend. I don't know. Did that ever come out? I thought that hadn't come out yet.
1: I guess it did.
2: I, I don't guess. know. This, this Razzies, they're really, no, it's just, they don't make sense anymore. No, there's that's just, what I'm they so, It used to be, we all saw the same hundred movies. Yeah. And now right. it's just like, what are, you're really, you're pulling out Polish romantic thrillers. No <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has you, any idea what the fuck
0: you're talking about? No one about. in a 10 mile radius saw that
1: besides you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, you know what? That's a really good point because there was a time in which like, Like, all of the Razzies were basically, like, these giant, both critical and, like, box office flops. Mm -hmm. But they had money behind them. There were movies. It was like Gigli. It was Mm -hmm. like we had the star power. We have everything, you know. And then nothing. Just ends up being terrible. And you give it an award for being the most terrible. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Now, Now it just hurts more. Because you're picking on, like, people who...
2: These are like, like paycheck no, movies, right? Yeah,
1: yeah and be, people are like, well, no one saw it,
2: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: Like no uh, one, like, I, I no one like heard h- of it before you mentioned it. So now you're just being mean.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, like they could, they could exist to take down awards bait. that's
1: exactly what yeah. i was thinking that what they should do is exist to be they'd be like worst movie the fablemans yeah. and, <laughs> and everyone be like what the fuck and then just a bunch of people who like voters are the razzies like fuck you we hated it
0: yeah hated it yeah like crash fucking three billboards the iron lady yeah the king's mm-hmm. speech there's so many shitty awards movies that they could be
1: awarding right and then they can also it's like it's more fun and then they're just you they get to justify like hating the fucking thing you know and just be like no let me tell you why three Mm. billboards was awful and then people could be like yeah i don't know shit that's true and in fact it might actually be helpful for uh like taking down all awards a peg like that should be its its mission
0: statement i think the inherent problem with the razzies is that uh it's impossible to do contrarianism as a committee like you can't like that's any, true. Like mm-hmm. one person's opinion, that can be interesting. But as soon as you get m- like more than two or three people, it like be- the opinions become completely uninteresting. Like it's that's not,
1: that's a very good point. That's a very you're like good I don't point.
0: care anymore. Oh, you didn't like blonde? Oh, sorry. Like
1: <laughs> yeah. now you're just a focus group. Suck a dick. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's true. Whereas like for some reason we accept liking things by committee, and that's because it's just like you're okay. It's like well, do the fucking. Did all the seals flap their flippers when they ate the fish? <laughs> and then, yeah, okay, give it a statue.
2: Yeah. Like, but even then, like it's we like, allow that.
0: It's bad. Like, even when we do, like, Uproxx, a, like, a community list of the best movies, there's a bunch of shit on it that I hate because it's, like, me and four people with different opinions voting on a thing. And then right. it's like, okay, well, what does this mean now?
1: Yeah. It's a useless list, essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just, be- like... Everything
0: becomes a focus group. And everybody, yeah. everybody acknowledges that focus groups are bad, but, uh, yeah. for some reason, like awards, I think it's cause there's a statue that looks like a person. So you were like, Oh fuck, fuck this Oscar guy. What does he know? But it's really just like a bunch of people with different opinions voting and it's naturally gonna like filter down into the lowest common denominator.
1: Yeah, honestly, what the Razzie should do then is just be all at the whim of one guy. Yes, Mm -hmm. and that guy should be Armand White. Yes, (laughs) honestly, let him do it, because he has some thoughts. He's like, best picture, what is a woman? You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it should worst be like the Dalai Lama
2: when he dies. They like find a kid who like farts in the middle of the Fableman's, and they're like, Okay, you're the new one. Yeah, I would. yeah. <laughs> like the Dalai Armand White. Yeah, I love it.
1: Like, worst actor, uh, anyone who had the blacks in it. <laughs> That's what he would do. Let's be real. Yeah, um. Yeah, that that is it. Just it's mean to do it to an eleven-year-old, especially an eleven-year-old who starred in a movie that ended up being like such a a a big flop. They're a child actor. Their life's gonna be bad enough as it is. And what are they doing, trying to make fires? I'm I'm sorry, but like Firestarter is a terrible Stephen King book. It's like his worst. That's his worst book. You spend the whole thing going, "This is a cool premise. She can make fires with her mind," and all of it is like fucking 500 pages of her not making fires and being like, but daddy, I don't want to make a file. (laughs) And then at the end she make fire. And maybe you just don't uh, like female led, uh, Horror, well, mostly because it's a girl, yeah. I'm like,
0: now that <laughs> you know, you, if you don't go really see Firestarter, they're never gonna make a female led horror movie
1: again. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, that's why I'm watching Velma. <laughs> God, I gotta oh support, God. did you? I gotta you seen support it? my POC. No, of course not. I just want so I
0: kind of just want to play you like the the intro to it, okay? Please do. I feel like it settles in a little. I watched about 20 minutes of it today. And wow. it was bad, but none of it was as bad as like the intro part where you're just like, oh Yeah. Uh, and it's weird because like I actually I actually like um, what's her name, Mindy Kaling.
3: Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling like, yeah. Like most
0: of her shows, I actually enjoyed. Um, yeah. But uh, this really just smacks of uh, like where the where the purpose of all art is to like. Corn cob right wingers or some shit or <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know I don't even know but this yeah. is this is the intro.
2: My name is Velma Dinkley, and this is my origin story. Sure, normally origin stories are about tall, handsome guys struggling with the burden of being handed even more power, and if they are about girls, it's usually like, hey, what made this hot chick go crazy? So to remedy this. I've decided to finally share the bone-chilling events that drove me to assemble the greatest team of spooky mystery solvers ever. Yeah, it was me, not Fred and his weird sex fan. This is my story, told my way. And it starts with a murder, bitch.
1: <laughs> Ooh. <Oof. laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, man, that is that's rough. That's rough cuz it's uh it's uh, completely unenjoyable and for nobody. <laughs> yeah, they're doing media criticism for the first like minute of this mm-hmm.
0: project to be like... I mean, it's bad enough when they do the marketing where like, oh, you got to see this cause, right. uh, because otherwise the uh, the incels will win.
1: Uh, yeah, and usually it's just it, like... I it It is solely the marketing that's doing that. And then the rest of it is just a movie. Yeah, but like this the, is like doing it... Female- In the actual, yeah, you you can't do it in the thing.
2: Is this show meant for adults or children? That's
1: that's the question.
2: I don't think it's
0: a kids thing. I don't think I think I'm pretty sure it's,
2: yeah. Then what are you talking? What are you doing? Doing media criticism for children? Like, I mean, aren't you sick of men?
1: You're yeah, nine. I mean, they're
2: nine they don't know <laughs> yeah and, right and,
1: and for, for, but that's the thing it's like well so then what they're doing is okay so we're making a scooby-doo sort of reboot for uh like grown-ups and it's like i don't know if grown-ups want more scooby-doo no. i think they <laughs> are uh i think they're watching other shit i mean it's so it's it's weirdly for nobody and it, to a degree that it's almost art in and of itself, (laughs) the way that they were able to make this perfectly unappealing. Like they found the middle ground in which like, not only did all the right wingers have their obvious knee jerk reaction, which was just like, uh, you know, Oh, this is a bunch of woke things where there's a change my childhood. But like all of the like SJW or whatever you want to call it, left wing, whatever liberals, they were all like, yeah, it, it it kind of is that, and also it's racist, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is like that's impressively right. bad. Like yeah. that is you, you've got, uh, I mean, you that's a act of bipartisanship. I saw a movie this
0: week that is like the the platonic ideal of who is this for. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the previews for
1: eighty for Brady. Oh, yes. (laughs) No, I haven't seen the previews. I've only seen uh, them doing uh, interviews uh, for it. And I just, I love seeing those four uh old bats talking about stuff (laughs) right like it's it's i would listen to a podcast of them they're they're great yeah like them being them would be great being them they literally were all just like talking about like what awards they have and haven't gotten and (laughs) like trying to be modest but also like like (laughs) like trying to like uh, fucking uh, one up each other A little bit too mm-hmm. Like Lily Tomlin's like Well I've got eight Emmys So And then she's like Damn Lily Why are you being a cunt Yeah so
0: it's Lily Tomlin uh, Sally Field Rita Moreno And Jane Fonda And mm-hmm. they're starring In the story Of these four women Who uh, are gonna go to Houston To watch Super Bowl uh, 50 I think it was The one in 2017 With Tom Brady And the, uh-huh. the 28-3 comeback game so they're like patriots fans and they're all like going to see touchdown tom in his uh (laughs) finest hour so it's like on the one hand it's for fans of rita moreno jane fonda sally field and lily tomlin (laughs) uh and on the (laughs) other hand it's also for mass holes who are the only (laughs) people who are rooting for the fucking patriots in that (laughs) super bowl and i guarantee like Every person who was like a super big Patriots fan rooting for Touchdown Tom and Super Bowl 50 uh, still calls Jane Fonda Hanoi Jane. Like there's no... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that Venn diagram is a fucking circle.
1: They still think she's a communist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, that's a very good point. There it's, is nobody who that movie is for. It's for
0: nobody. It's very confusing. And then I start watching it and... Uh, and at first I thought they were using a different camera for Jane Fonda, like a sort of a soft filter kind of thing. And then I realized that like these four actresses were rarely in the same room together when they were shooting this. (laughs) It feels like a whole movie where it's just like people that were not in the same place in the same, at the same time because they were like, I don't want, I don't want to fucking get Get COVID.
1: There's, (laughs) there's
0: jokes that don't fit together because Mm -hmm. They, were, I, ima- I imagine the director being like, "Hey, can you do that one again? This line's supposed to cut together with that one." They're like, "Nah, nah, we got it. I'm fucking, yeah, we
1: got it. I got eight yeah. Emmys.
0: Suck a dick." Yeah,
1: right. Exactly. Yeah. Sally Field is just like, "Oh yeah, no, um, I'm not gonna do that again. But I am gonna polish my Oscars, you bitch." <laughs> I love that though. I, lo- I, I them not giving a fuck makes me want to see the movie even more. No, though. it made that...
0: the movie good because, like, you yeah. know how you're watching a movie and you're like, "How did they do this?" Or how did they yeah. make this with like special? effects and stuff this is like a whole movie of that because you're like this shot clearly didn't happen at the same time as that shot <laughs> who which two of which two actors were actually there on the same day I at the same it. time just
1: at one point you're just you're 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 looking at fucking lily tomlin and you're like that's She's doing this on zoom. Yeah. What the
0: yeah. fuck? There's one moment where like they go to the NFL fan experience or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which begins with, uh, Lily Tomlin being like, Oh, I've always wanted to go to that, which is fucking hilarious. Cause no one has ever said that. <laughs> no one's ever said that. Uh, yeah. But, uh, so Lily Tomlin is like at this booth for like the throwing skills, fucking booth or some shit where you throw mm-hmm. a ball into a basket. Um, and so there's some dude there and he's like, oh shit, grandma, shouldn't you be home knitting a sweater or something? Uh, and then Rita Moreno leans over to him and is like, you feeling pretty confident? And you're like, what the fuck? How is that? How do those, those two lines don't have anything to do with each what? other yeah what and the next thing you know like that it's about like a bet that they've made but they clearly didn't get the line where like it, it was gonna be a bet like no one ever did that line
1: <laughs> i like that that's good that means yeah. they're, they're they're letting you put it together
0: exactly well not only that it's like the i usually the problem with those movies is that they feel really like patronizing there's you know there's yes. all there's all these like old people showing the whippersnappers what's what sort of movies right. with where you know like fucking Al Pacino and Christopher Walken are like shitting their pants and taking the wrong pills or whatever. Or, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or Robert De Niro's getting stabbed in the boner in Meet the Fockers. <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. Uh, so yeah. And it's kind of always sad to watch because you're like, God, that, that was fucking serpico or whatever Uh, but this one is kind of legit because you can like the whole subtext of it was like these these actresses are too good for this project and they know it and they did not care to do any reshoots or uh re-record the fucking lines of dialogue to make any of it make sense they
1: these guys these ladies got paid in crypto <laughs> for, to do this movie and they were just like all right uh, fuck it you know if they're, if they're not giving us real cash then let's just let's just do it at our own pace yeah i love the action no i love that <laughs> that is uh more power to them and honestly them together doing press junkets has been f- probably far more entertaining than the movie itself and i, I really am like they should podcast together. They're all they're very mm-hmm. good together. Yeah. Do they all
2: do like heavy um, New England accents? No, 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 not, not a real missed a, opportunity. Not there. at all.
0: Like Lily Tomlin does it in
1: about like a third of her scenes. Yeah, uh, and then no one else does it at all. Well, she's still she's still Oscarless, so mm. she's still you know holding out hope. What's uh, so she's very close to that egot, and uh, she can taste it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so at first I was like, why are they not doing? boston accents and then like rob cordry and another guy show up and they're doing like really like snl level uh yeah boston accents and then, yeah and i was like,
1: ah, yeah, like oh, i think that yeah, was a, no.
0: that was a smart decision not to not to do that
1: i think not forcing people to do the accent is almost always a good decision i will say i did for the first time ever which is crazy watch the movie heat Mm-hmm. Ooh. I had just never seen it. I knew, I know of it. I, you great know, movie. and mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's good. I, am I'm, I'm a little bit confused as to why it's considered to be so great. I, I feel like it's just, it's like, it's good, but uh, I don't know. I feel like I should have seen it when I was in seventh grade. That was the perfect time to <laughs> love Heat, and and now as an adult, uh, I'm watching this movie, and I just it's just weird because you're just like why is this set in LA it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be an LA movie at one point robert de niro is like talking to th- that one lady who's in the leftovers and is like uh she's like uh, where are you from and he's like me or oh, me yeah i'm from the bay area and i'm like what the fuck why do they have they don't need to be from california just give him a, a one sentence backstory oh i like grew up in brooklyn and then moved out here like that, that's yeah. all you gotta mm-hmm. do but instead you got you got al Pacino
2: being like i was <laughs> yeah. on
1: ventura yeah. driving down the 101
2: and you're just when like, i you're, grew up in rancho cucamonga <laughs>
1: It really is just like, you know, we haven't had this much crime in Venice Beach since the 70s. Oh, it is like we don't need this. We don't need this doesn't have to be set in L.A. And the accent is just like too much. Also, you come to me now when I'm trying to enjoy Universal City Walk. All right, we're going to order Zanku Chicken. It's got the garlic sauce. (laughs) Like, these guys are very New York, and it's just, there's no point. And also, Al Pacino, did he have a script? Because I'm watching that movie, and I'm going, like, there are scenes in it where he's just incredible. And then there are scenes in it where I'm like, they're just letting him do whatever. Yeah. Which I kind of enjoy. (laughs) amazing. Yeah, no, I enjoy that they're letting him do whatever, but it is kind of like... um, you know, as someone who's only seen the clip of talking about she had a great ass like yeah, that. Man. Um, I'm spending a good amount of time up until that point going, <laughs> Where's the woman with the great ass? <laughs> yeah. I know there's a woman with a great <laughs> ass yeah, in this. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> no, uh she's off and screen not... somewhere.
1: Chekhov's right. ass. Yeah, it's Chekhov's <laughs> ass. And I'm just like, Oh, so he just says this at some point, just Propove almost mm-hmm, nothing mm-hmm. and uh yeah probably so uh, was it, just a complete ad lib oh definitely <laughs> because his next line after that is just like i'm disgusting or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like <laughs> they're just letting him go so i mean i appreciate the movie but again like it, it, when actors are forced into doing other accents i definitely don't like that so i'm glad they didn't change it but it didn't have to be la that's all i'm saying got
0: it Got it. All right. Well, now we know what you thought of heat.
1: (laughs) All right. You know, I'm just, I'm a little late to the game on seeing heat. And I think I'd give it a solid B plus. But we did all see a movie. Uh Uh-huh. And we should close out this podcast talking about it. Am I right, Vince? Yeah. Okay. So we all watched The Menu. Yeah. It's good. I like. Yeah, I like a lot. All right, guys, it's been our pod. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I didn't even know th- uh, that this movie came out. And just at some point I'm on HBO Max and I'm between watching like Last of Us episodes. And I was like, oh, sick. Fucking uh, Ray Fiennes is uh, playing a cook. I guess I'll watch this. Mm-hmm. And then I see that it's got um, that fishy girl. <laughs> Hey, ATJ Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anya. Anja, Anya.
2: It's Anya.
1: Anya. Anya
2: Taylor Joy, the daughter yes.
0: of a speedboat uh speedboat
2: millionaire. Really? Uh-huh. What? Speedboat like he earned his money racing speedboats? I or is think that was like a slum them? dog millionaire. I think
1: he was rich and he took up speedboat uh Got racing. It. Okay oh okay. yeah that makes more sense because I was like chicken or egg here yeah her father <laughs> um, is an Argentine of English and Scottish descent uh Argentine uh hold on Where wait so question? she speak she speaks Spanish I think so she picky Bunny she picky <laughs> Wow, she bunny uh my wife bunny. I'm Bunny well yeah so yeah so she was in this um and I was like hot because I like fish. Mm-hmm. sexually um and also i think she's <laughs> the, I think the 24 she's, year old a,
0: netflix star is a scottish argentinian former world powerboat
1: champion world, world power? Power uh-huh. boat
2: champion wow yeah dude <laughs> what does that even uh, mean
1: i don't know i mean a world power i know a boat champion i know <laughs> together who knows what that means I mean, the, she's the powerboat champion of the world. In the, his other, I, 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 I get it.
0: In his other career as an investment banker in Buenos Aires, uh, Dennis was awarded an MBE for services to British trade with Argentina some 18 years after the end of the
1: Falklands War. What's it? Oh, what? Wait. <laughs> he, I'm sorry. Uh, did he, was he pro-British during the Falklands? <laughs>
0: I don't know why they fit that fit that in there if that was just a weird thing to say because you're a british tabloid um probably that but
1: uh, it's their way of letting you know that uh he chose the chose (laughs) the the wrong side side. yeah (laughs) (laughs) of the falklands wow um well anyways the menu um that was a surprisingly good movie i was uh intrigued by it it's uh it's on hbl max you can watch it now it's a movie about um uh uh how foodies deserve death <laughs> <laughs> that was Which your take i've i've always agreed with well yeah um, that's because you know they don't respect your
0: onion loaves and uh tony roma's ribs and palate mm. and other things <laughs> your your pa- my, your 8-year-old's palate
1: yeah my plebeian palate but i mean i but i i completely like i relate to the idea of like um you know, the thing about people who spend like twelve hundred dollars on like a, a single meal is that like if you can do that, um, you're like you someone should eat you because <laughs> mm. mm. that it, it, to me, it's like that's you are foie grasing yourself, um, you know, by like only ingesting like the most rare of foods. There, you're doing something to probably the taste of your own human body that would make it, I think, uh, I don't know, delicious. So see,
0: I don't but, even really think it's about food or foodies, like specifically necessarily.
2: Oh yeah, yeah I because mean, like it, it's, half it's about of them class. Yeah, most of them aren't even really into food.
0: See, to me, it's about you know his he's this uh, he's this famous artist guy. And like he's gotten mm-hmm. to the peak of his. Once you get to a certain level of uh, being like a famous artist, like yeah. your your fan, like to get near you is such requires such exclusivity that it's you, the, the your your real patrons are going to be like the super super rich, like uh, the yeah. only people that can afford to you know see your art or taste your food or whatever the fuck is going to be some. Really rich, uh weird people like he's got in his restaurant. Right. And yeah. so and like he sort of gradually uh comes to hate those people naturally.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's to me, it's like, you know, if yeah, sure, if you want to like look at it in the abstract, like what is it about about <laughs> then sure. But like me watching the movie, um, I was just like, I hate I hate these types of people. <laughs> um sure. i hope some. i hope something bad happens to them <laughs> yeah uh-huh. and then they the weird thing about the, and then it the does movies, yeah. it does they like give you exact, bad things happen bad people yeah it, it, the movie gives you exactly what you want um and it gives you at least for me it gives you what you hope for um and uh although i, I will say that at the end i did feel a little bit like um uh ashamed you ever like binge eat a bunch of junk food and afterwards Mm. you're just like oh i'm bad (laughs) like you eat a whole thing of like uh caramel corn
2: yeah but i don't how does that relate is this movie caramel corn or no
1: but it's like all my worst instincts of just like i hope he murders all these people oh, and then as it's going it. on you're just like yes 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 yeah. and then you're just like i oh, kill him too and like at one point when uh john ligazamo's assistant um is like wait why am i here and he's like what <laughs> what college you go to this yeah. brown student loans no you're, you're gonna die like yeah. like for me i was like yes this movie is deepest darkest human in me <laughs> it was like it's just this, you know, this little cretinous grub inside mm-hmm. my heart that's just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh so i liked it on on that level i also liked it on the you know yes in general it's a, about um a an artist who uh is also finding that his um You know, his entire reason for being at this point, he's like he's hit, you know, this like he's hit the top, he's plateauing. And now all of the uh, disgusting people that brought him up want to bring him down. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing that I think um, art critics uh, or not art critics in general, but just like the masses love more than a fall from grace. And I think he was like, I'm going to give you a fall from grace to remember and then murders everyone.
2: Well, I don't um, even think it's that everybody wants to bring him down. I think it's 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 also that, like, everyone thinks that they it, are able to, like, influence him just because he has money. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I think now, it's
0: like once you reach a certain level of fame and wealth, like, anybody who can afford to get in the same room with you is inevitably going to be terrible.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And try to, like yeah try to like manipulate you or influence you or use you in some way yeah and even your fans
0: like the main character like even people that worship you like a god are equally annoying to the people who want nothing more than to bring you down yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, no um that guy by the way um he was so wonderful yeah like (laughs) such a such an amazing performance and, and understated yeah that I think I was, he's been like such a solid utility
0: player for yeah. so long that you kind of mm-hmm. overlook him and then you see him like in this and in like the great
1: and you're like oh yeah he really he really can shred when he needs to like he's yeah. pretty fucking good like that character is a very specific character because he wasn't like th- there was a few characters in it that were like all of the guys who were like finance bros yeah. or whatever like those were a little like contrived uh, they weren't they, like they, specific enough in their terribleness like it
0: sort of read it read more as a broadside because it was a little more broad than like that
1: specific foodie guy right exactly and and not to say that you know for that for me i was like okay these are great people easy to kill people fine sure that's fun and with his character, you know, he's so hard to read because he's, like, so obviously pathetic. He's so obviously, like, um, a loser and a piss pig and, like, is, <laughs> yeah. it is just, like, so obsessed with um, the the art that this guy's making, the food that this guy makes and just hangs on to his every word.
2: And also in, uh, letting everyone know that he knows what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Which is, like... Yeah. I work uh, I work yeah. at the farmers market selling bread for for this like artisanal bakery now mm-hmm. and people it, like I get people like that all the time who want to come up and like tell me about the bread and I'm like cool yeah okay oh, god <laughs> god <laughs>
1: It's yeah. it just a, it's such a it's such a specific type of person who is like don't embarrass me in front of this person who doesn't know it exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But <laughs> and, then he uh, makes
1: a, but then he makes
0: a case when he's making his case for why he uh, enjoys food. It's like half being annoying, but half really eloquent and putting like, putting like yes. pretty intelligent, eloquent words to why he likes it. And you're like,
1: all right, he makes, yeah, it, he no, makes it, a
0: solid case for it.
1: Yeah. And, and it, it makes the character all the that more, I, I guess like magnetic where you're just like, you you, he's a wild card you don't know what he's about everyone else is falls into like fairly kind of like i don't know uh i would say normal archetypes like yeah you 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 got the people in a horror movie that you're excited to see die yeah exactly exactly and and with him you know you don't know precisely why he would maybe deserve to die Mm -hmm. um and you're also conflicted because he's like such a loser and um so you know obviously desperate for you know to be uh considered like a guy who loves food and like a guy who is like worthy of respect of like this type of guy Mm -hmm. and he's also like yelling at uh uh at anya um taylor joy's character um you know like just like being like awful to her Mm -hmm. because he's so embarrassed by her like unwillingness to just go with it (laughs) and uh and yeah so you're just like what is this and then just the the twist with his character at the end is just so it's so wonderful it's so good all the lines like like, this is one of those movies where i
0: feel like i wouldn't if i gave notes i'd be like yeah no don't really change a frame like all the lines yeah like almost all of them hit for me all pretty yeah. much all of them hit for me. all yeah. the jokes worked i mean like you said like a couple of the characters may be a little a little overbroad, I'm okay with but, that but it doesn't I, yeah I'm it was a- fine it worked it worked I, for the movie
1: I, I don't need every single i don't need a fucking entire cast of like nuanced characters right. especially for a movie that's like kind of taking the piss out of this kind of yeah uh, i mean it's not it's not doing it's doing a, it's doing essentially a slasher horror yeah film it's not type trying thing. to reinvent the the whole genre of it it's just right doing you know it's doing
0: it's it's knowing schlock uh yes
1: yes yeah. Yeah.
0: um as, and uh, as the art critic lady would say yeah i was trying uh, to figure out why i thought anya taylor joy looked so much weirder in this mm-hmm. than she does normally and i was like and then I found some, and then she showed up on like some plastic surgery Instagram, and I was like, oh, it's because she got those little fat things removed. Oh, she got, oh, her, 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 she got her buckles removed. Yeah. She got her buckles. She got the buckles she got from buckle. her, from her they face of her,
1: of her buckles. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so which I don't think she needed to do because she already has those uh, those lizard eyes. Like she already has very <laughs> striking features. You don't need to like remove. Yeah. The i think she
1: did it for fat. me dog because yeah, like, she's like yeah because she's uh, she's going for like it's giving big mouth billy bass you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah and, like so i watch it and i go like good more mm-hmm. uh, take me to know, that scales, river. scales fins you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> i want her to go like i want her to go full bass by the end yeah. of her career <laughs> bass to um, mouth <laughs> yeah uh but no i think she's she's hot i did see like some of those like uh, pre you know buccal Fett pictures and whatnot and i was just like uh yeah it's a very it's a dr- it's a drastic change mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm like it is she already one of looked those high things. fashion she didn't she, didn't she or exactly now. she already looked kind of weird she and looked I feel like
0: her father was a uh, investment banker power, turned powerboat captain who yeah, yeah, primarily champion yeah
1: super super power bottom of the world or <laughs> um, so yeah no and and I just her majesty's power bottom oh yeah pbe <laughs> power bottom of england yeah <laughs> <laughs> He gets a medal from the yeah. queen in his asshole. Um the pig. <laughs> yeah.
2: She's so distinct looking that I truly cannot tell if she's a good actress or if I just like looking at her. Yeah. Like I really I don't know.
1: I think she's a fabulous actress too. I thought she I was just...
0: amazing in the fucking black Phillip movie, so I'm pretty sure she
1: still is. Okay. I think I think she is just a uh like I've never seen a poor performance from her i've only ever seen uh her you know like being cast in something where i'm just like nah this is too like uh her role in um that one david o russell movie that we saw amsterdam mm-hmm. where she doesn't oh. she play like the sister of can't remember margot robbie yeah it's a very forgettable very theatrical part and i just was like nah they didn't need her like there's the cast is too big already you don't need more famous people to have bit parts i always hate that shit but um no she's solid in everything she's just like a really good actress and um uh and it's good to see
0: johnny legs uh, yeah, Johnny dude. Legs is always good. He's, John
1: Leguizamo is so mm.
0: underrated. He shows it's, up in one movie every four years, and every time I'm like, God damn, this guy
1: should be in everything. It's it makes you wonder. Like, is he's like the you know he's he's basically the Daniel Day Lewis of uh like, I mean he's like Daniel Day Lewis, and then he does a movie once every blue moon, and it's always like. Well, that was a weird choice, but you know, it's like, it's like if Daniel Day Lewis was like, I'd like to do an Ice Age movie, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Like,
0: but he's like so- one of the, he's the, one of the few actors that you don't begrudge for stealing voice work from voice actors. Cause he's like, totally. he's, he's actually, actually good at- really good at, he's not just doing his regular voice. He's
1: pretending to be a fucking weasel and doing it yeah. well <laughs> and doing it well. Yeah, no, he's, he's just like. He's just talented. He's just so good in everything that he's done. Where you just wonder, like, is he, does he just like, no, nah, I don't want an Oscar? Like, is that his thing? <laughs> like, I don't, because he could be one of the, like, he could be a highly decorated actor,
2: you know? Do you think oh, it's yeah. self imposed or do you think he has trouble getting work? that he I wants don't
1: to know do. i can't imagine he does i i uh, but not because like um he's i don't know i maybe he does maybe they don't want to give him the rope because he's not like a money maker certainly yeah. not like no he's one's not
2: a box office draw he's not a box office
1: draw <laughs> but at like the same time be, but yeah yeah right at the exactly i feel like he could be and um or at the very least he could be like a go-to dramatic actor do you guys are you guys old enough to remember house of buggin uh i don't know house of buggin i remember mm-hmm. the Pest.
0: uh mm-hmm. house of buggin was basically the latino in living color and uh, mm-hmm. starring jean leguizamo and luis guzman oh really uh, that wow cool. it that was cool it was amazing <laughs> like it's weird that it kind of just came and went because it was re- i mean i don't know i haven't watched it in 20 years but i loved uh-huh. it
1: yeah i mean he's just he's always been um surprisingly good to the point where i'm just no longer surprised i'm just excited when i see him in something mm-hmm. and him playing this character too like another thing where i was just like he's also playing a character is like a low key version of himself where he's Mm -hmm. just like the um so i had this celebrity kind of like uh, on the down right you know slope of his career i
0: talked about this with luke o'neill but like what what celebrity did you did he did you think he was supposed to be or what was like the first celebrity that you thought of
1: I thought he was, um, I mean, at first I was like, he's Mario Lopez. Mm, um, okay, uh, uh, not bad. Uh, but, but then I was like, no, he's more John Leguizamo than he is Mario Lopez. Because he was talking about I'm at the presenter uh, point of my career, uh-huh. which is like, you know, a hell of a point to uh, to me. It's like, yeah, but th- that's kind of always been like, other than say by the Bell, Mario Lopez has only ever been a presenter. So I'm not entirely sure i would like he's not supposed to be george lopez because george lopez is uh always got why can something. you only picture a hispanic man as other hispanic men because <laughs> that um i'm racist <laughs> no uh my first thought no, was
0: johnny depp but that i admit that it might have just been the scarf but mm, i also yeah. feel, but i feel like no, johnny depp is like at that no point of his career where he's like no. pseudo canceled but uh
1: yeah but he wasn't playing a canceled character i think if it had been johnny depp it would have been a, a more specific sure. also johnny depp is a like a clown is a different type of clown he's like he's he's a lot more flamboyant and he's a lot more like he's putting on a whole thing he's doing a fucking character as a person like yeah. he's uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah
2: I thought he was um the first the, the celebrity I thought of was I can't remember his name now. He's in um Rush Hour. Uh Chris not Tucker? Jackie Chan. Chris Tucker. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's who I was. I so thought of act- him as more of like a comedic actor for whatever reason. Right.
1: Like- no, yeah, cuz he was in like Doctor Sunshine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite so uh I think uh Chris Tucker
0: is my favorite. He's like the wild card from the Epstein flight logs. Yeah. He's
1: in there? Yeah, yeah he's there. Yeah. Wow. Like,
0: he's by far the most random person that was yeah. on an Epstein plane.
1: Yeah. I mean he's got that rush hour money, but god damn, dude. Like <laughs> there's no way he's he got a coupon. Here's the thing is uh <laughs> I have heard from New York comedians especially, um, that the weird thing about Epstein was that like, yeah, he would like have Bill Gates and Bill Clinton and fucking Donald Trump and all that but also he would have like random old comedians that, you know, that uh, is
0: true for every weird rich guy. Like there was the period when Johnny Depp would hang out at comedy clubs in LA for a long time. And then, and then then fucking uh, Elon Musk had his weird obsession with uh, Nathan Fielder and was like constantly Mm -hmm. trying to like get Nathan Fielder to come hang out with him and tell him that he's funny.
1: I'm trying to think of who the, the comedian was that, also, uh, it was like some, it wasn't like Rich Voss, but it was like Rich Voss, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was just like that fucking guy. It was like one of those, like, you know, uh, somebody who was on Comedy
2: Central in 1999. A, yeah, like, a, like who's premium the premium blend of comedy? guy?
1: The Pitbull of comedy? Yeah. Oh.
2: what's that guy's name again? Robert Kelly.
0: Robert Kelly? No, uh, it's. It's uh, Bobby Slayton. That's who I was thinking Bobby. of.
1: Yes, yeah. that's who. That's who. That's that was the it. one. Bobby Slayton. Bobby Slayton. Uh, oh, well, I guess I shouldn't say I'm, <laughs> I, I Allegedly, Bobby Slayton was like friends with, uh, with Epstein. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if he so went to the weird. island, but it was like just this weird thing where it'd be like all these powerful people and Bobby Slayton. <laughs> like that is... So strange. Bobby Slayton is
0: listed in Epstein's Black Book on page 50. Yep. There Uh, it is. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah, You know, I believe it. I like the idea of
0: just like fucking, you know, you're like looking through Robert Mugabe (laughs) (laughs) cell phone (laughs) records and there's like Sebastian Maniscalco on
1: there 50 times. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so fucking great. You're just, just like carrot top (laughs) What? oh jesus yeah but um yeah anyways i don't know how we got there uh let's just uh wrap it up by talking about uh but i think that
0: is i feel like that does relate to the menu because like i said you get to a certain level of fame and you get i feel like every story is just this weird collection of Mm -hmm. famous people because you know you're known enough that those people want to hang out with you I, yeah I, I can imagine like a certain level of fame like every every story that you would have about other celebrities has to be so fucking weird yeah
1: yeah
2: yeah i one time i did a show that brandon wardell was on it was in seattle and then ken jennings showed up to hang out with him backstage <laughs> and i was like this is this There's nothing wrong with this, but this is also like, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, so Brandon Wardell was young and Ken Jennings was like 50 and like, hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Once you get to a certain level of fame, you're just, you're, you just hang out with old weird guys, Yeah, I I mean, we were talking
0: about that Pamela Anderson memoir at the beginning of the show. Like one of the other anecdotes she had was like being at the Playboy Mansion when she was 22 or 21 on her first trip to LA and she was in the bathroom um trying not to pay attention to uh jack nicholson
1: savage's dick
0: (laughs) jack nicholson was having a threesome in the bathroom while she was like trying to ignore what was going on so she could fix her makeup and she said she like caught his eye in the mirror right as he was coming (laughs) and then he he thanked her
1: Jesus that's that's actually
2: pretty, that's a classy move Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say thank you. No, after. that
1: is sweet. If, yeah. 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 And they, he was there first, obviously, so right. I feel like it's not on him.
2: Yeah. She's weird for making eye contact with him. Clearly he's busy.
1: I'd leave the bathroom. I'd be like, there's yeah. got to be another bathroom. <laughs> yeah. It's a mansion.
2: There's no way that it's so important that I fix my makeup right now in here.
0: <laughs> Paul Reiser was uh, getting a rim job in the other one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Paul Reiser at Epstein Island.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. just
1: good pedo hood. His yeah. fourth Paul, book.
2: <laughs> Paul Reiser and the Shah of Iran were uh, tag teaming some lady. <laughs> oh.
1: Anyways, uh, we got to wrap this up because I yeah. got a baby to take care of. But uh, Ray Fiennes playing a psychopath. Chef's kiss. Great. Indeed. Always good. Indeed. I loved him. He, he's just like, I just, I, I love him in everything. Um, and especially when he's like, nah, let me do some red dragon shit, you know? hmm. The more Francis Dollarhide he gets, the more I'm like, you know, I know he's like a fancy actor or whatever, but he should dedicate his career to horror films. That's what I think. Yeah. He's the best. Like, think about his like probably most iconic role as like Eamon Gerth in Schindler's List. He's essentially just a horror film character. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying it's like I know you want to do English patient or whatever, also horror film character covered in burns but like just just do slashers he's yeah, so he's good great at,
2: he's all, well he's just great at being the bad guy he's uh, so good at it what's like, that movie uh with the colin farrell and the banshees guys but it's not in bruges yeah he's like the bad guy in yeah. that he's phenomenal yeah, is he yeah. i need to see that movie oh, oh yeah geez. dude yeah oh, all dude. right
0: well matt's got to see in bruges uh you guys <laughs> yeah. got to get tickets to uh pod yourself the, a gun at sf sketch fest
1: that's right uh so go online get it now because uh the show's on saturday um mm-hmm. and, and it's gonna, in going tim allen
2: the whole crowd yeah we're all and it's a up joke in it's a so joke. don't make it yeah. weird <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> oh i guess you guys don't get humor <laughs> uh and uh our guest is anna hosnier and it's gonna be a really fun show so we'll see you saturday uh brent flyberg thanks for coming on Hey, talking thanks for, shit thanks with for us. having
2: me. I had a great time.
1: Where can people find you?
2: You can find me on Instagram at Brent Flyberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's I guess that's it. I right, listen check. to pod yourself the fucking wire.
1: Listen to pod yourself the wire. You can find it on the feed called pod yourself a gun. <laughs> um, broadcast at gmail.com for all your questions, comments and concerns. Vince, uh, what is the Google voice number? Also patreon.com slash broadcast for all the bonus episodes. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, good night and a good chins.